It's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me right now is my buddy, Simon. Ah, gentleman. Today we're discussing Season 6, Episode 15, The Merchant of Korea. It's the 137th episode overall, directed by William Jurgensen, written by Ken Levine and David Isaacs, originally aired on December 20th, 1977, and the production code is Y118. Oh, no, it's a telegram from your wife, you know, Mrs. Honeycutt. Telegram? Yeah, just phoned it in. It's in Korean. Oh, it's my handwriting. Um, Dorman ready to sell us our acre in Stinson Beach. Stop. Need $200 by the 15th for down payment. Stop. Love peg. Stop. Great eye. Stop. Yeah! Oh, I can't believe it. Good news. Peg and I have wanted this property ever since we were married. It's got trees, the beach, a view of San Francisco, everything. Sounds all right if you're willing to settle for everything. The 15th? Hawk, today's the 15th. I gotta have this money today and I don't have it. And plot summary for this episode. BJ gets a telegram and Peggy needs $200 that day so they can make a down payment on their dream property in Stinson Beach. And BJ borrows it from Charles until payday the following day. Winchester continuously reminds BJ about his debt and requires him to do favours for him. The next day, the army snafus the payroll and sends most of it to Guam. The enlisted men are paid first and poor Margaret is broke and Donald is too cheap to loan her any money. To clear a bar tab and get alcohol, Hawkeye borrows $50 from Winchester, who is more than happy to loan it to him, but at a price. BJ and Hawkeye seethe until they arrive at the perfect revenge. Poker. Word spreads like wildfire. Poker newbie in the officers' club, but the newbie is also lucky. That is, until they realise the newbie as a tell. The 15th? Hawk, today's the 15th. I gotta have this money today and I don't have it. Well, don't look at me. I just spent my last five bucks on a subscription to Frolicking Nudists. Save 50 cents off the newsstand price. <sighs> Radar, could you? $16.27, but it's all yours. Well, that's a start. You can get a tree with a view. Damn, somebody else will buy that land and put up a shopping center. Uh, speaking of that somebody... Good morning, Charles. Good morning, gentlemen. Corporal? Warm today, isn't it, Charles? I wouldn't know. Charles, BJ needs $200. Lend him some, will you? Very subtle. Huh? $200? A lot of money. Not for you, sir. Of course not for me. I was referring to Pierce's depleted friend. Charles, I needed to make a down payment on some property that's very important to me. I don't know. I mean, parting with most of my ready cash, I like to stay liquid. Hence the rubber sheets. Slip back into your coma, Pierce. <laughs> it's a matter of life or death. Look, tomorrow's payday. You'll have it back in your hand just as soon as I get paid. Well, you obviously uh, can't leave town. 
Charles, I'll be indebted to you for the rest of my life. It'll take him that long to pay you back. Radar, don't hug me. No, no, get this money to Peg. I'm halfway I'm there already. Okay. Oh, sir, congratulations and many more of them. Go, 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 go. Guest stars, we have one. We have Johnny Hamner, who returns as Sergeant Azel Moselle. Hmm. I haven't seen him in a while. No, it's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> Are you still in Korea? I thought you got smart and went home. Can you believe the nerve of that guy? Wait, don't tell me. Let me guess. Oh, Honeycutt, since I lent you that money, would you be a good sport and simonize my head? Don't give him any ideas. You're a schnook. Great. That's nice. Beads, you're the kind of guy who lets that kind of guy get to you. So you massage the clown's ego for 24 hours. What do you care? You're still the one with the golden gate in your backyard. You're right. You know, sometimes it takes a simple mind like yours to work things out. I'm glad I could be of help. Honeycutt, do get the door. Go, of course. Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and start uh, discussing this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, it's good to see Radar back. Uh, oh, my gosh, yes. I have that in my notes, too. We hadn't seen him in, what, four prior episodes? Yeah, he does start to... Um, to go missing quite a bit round about this time, Gary Berghoff. Uh, yeah. Whether he's just, you know, catching up on holiday since they mashed the movie or, um, you know, he's, he's starting to do other stuff. But it's nice, it's nice to see him back. Um, we do hear the words over the tannoy, first medical team to the pad. Are you so, reading my notes? Oh, right. I, <laughs> I have the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, is this referring to the fact that they're classed as first, get the first medical team? Or is this what we've always talked about, where there are two different medical teams? You have the, the, the first team that we yeah. see on the TV series, and we also have a second team who we see when the lads are dis, you know, trying to defuse bombs, uh, <laughs> or going both of them on holiday. So it's good to see that. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the fact of like Charles using BJ as a slave, but the, the one thing I don't quite get is he gets the $200, but how do you get the $200 to America to have a down payment? Or, or are, is Radar able to put it, wire it into a, a different account or something? Yeah, that's the thing I was thinking of. I mean, I'm assuming they wire it, but then again, I'm like, but Korea is already like 15 hours ahead of San Francisco area. Yeah. So... She said she needs the money today. If you wire, I mean, I guess it could get there late at night. I don't know. It just seemed, yeah, I think the timing was a little off. Yeah, um, to have it on the actual day. Yeah, um, maybe if it was the next day, it probably would have worked a little better. Yeah, unless unless they're able to, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not too sure. I, anyway. I think it was a writing convenience. Yeah. Um, now, this is what I mentioned on the last episode, where Margaret's talking happily about Donald, uh, apart from the fact when it turns out he's too, too um, you know, tight to lend her any money yeah but she's talking about him as if he's you know oh you know my donald this and he's so great and everything he looks after me yeah it was only the <laughs> the episodes before in which of course he's sending a letter uh about you know somebody else and breaking her heart so again yeah. this is maybe something that should have been in a, an early episode there's a great but line oh sorry can't go yeah no i was gonna say because the comrades in arm episodes those are 16 and 17 and yeah. this is 18. So technically, this is right after that happens. Oh, that's, that's even more unforgivable. So that's even more. That's where. Yeah. Yeah. This is not out of order. This is just poorly written. Yeah. You think you think Loretta Sweet would probably pick something. Oh, but again, maybe they did. Like we said on our fun fact of the other episode. Yeah. That suddenly ended up being a empty <laughs> wet coat. Uh, I do like the line where uh, uh, 
Winchester says, do you have any uh, Rakamanov? Because we don't have that kind of vodka. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) And also that Charles doesn't sweat until... I uh, love that. Until right at the end where he's, uh, you know, where he's sweating. Yeah, and then BJ gets that little bottle of dirt. That that's his that's his home. You know, it's, yeah. it's I've got, I've give it eight out of ten because I do quite I do enjoy the episode because I do I do enjoy a lot with when Charles is involved in it. Um, and apart from the thing with Margaret talking happily about Donald, I, I don't really have any complaints. It's another fun episode with with Charles in it. Yeah, yeah, I probably I'd probably get like a seven. It was good. I think mm-hmm. the last half of this was amazing. Yeah. I love the whole poker scene, and every, I, I I love the fact that. People are tired. They have no money. But when they find out that it's a poker game against Winchester, yeah. they'll find a way to get the money. How would you like to make a lot of money? Of course. What kind of a psycho do you think I am? Honeycutt and I are getting up a poker game, and we've invited Winchester to be the rube of honor. Ooh, I'm in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you hit the casino, can you make a donation to the underprivileged? You? Me. Hey, you can have the blouse off my bag. Just the money. I really should stay here. My sermon still needs a big finish. We've got a rookie in the lineup tonight. Charles Emerson Winchester. Is he any good? What do you think? I'll add the ending. Oh, Major. I'm not here. Oh, I love what you've done with this room. Did you make a special trip over here just to harass me? Well, that and to ask for your hand in a poker game. Poker game? <laughs> Look around you. I can't even afford the buck and a half to have my laundry done. Do what I do. Wear the same thing every day. Yuck. Margaret, take the advice of an old and trusted lynch. Hunt up some money from your nurses and join in the fun. We're turning Winchester into Lose Chester. Charles, he doesn't play poker. Not after tonight. Oh, that's unfair. It's practically robbery. With a little money, you could have all this folded professionally. When do we start? We ante up in the officers club in 10 minutes. Colonel, I heard, I heard. I'll see you at the table. Radar. Buzz off. Radar. Buzz off, I'm sleeping. Ooh, Colonel! Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know who I'm buzzing off when I'm asleep. Quite all right, son. I want to take you up on that loan. Now? A hot poker game waits for no man. Oh, how hot is it, sir? Major Winchester sitting in. Major Winchester? Gee, sir, is it okay if I save some so I can get in it? Radar, around our house, we always carve the ham equally. That's wonderful, sir. Is it okay if I save some so I can get in it? Of course. I should have found a way to tell you that. Yeah, the orphanage money. <laughs> yes, I mean, and then I love, you know, Potter. Uh, Potter, uh, just he just makes me laugh every time. It's just, it's, it's, I love that everybody's against, they just want to knock Winchester off his perch. Yeah. You know, because he's so hoity-toity all the time. And to knock him down a little bit, and then you wind up, you know, he winds up being really good. Yeah, and, and that, up, that's that's why I didn't quite know if he, uh, if he was kind of like, doing a bit of a thing, you know, he says, oh, I'm not very good at playing this game. And, yeah. and knowing that he actually, he doesn't know everything about poker. That's what I first thought was happening. And then it, it turns out that actually when, you, when you're watching it, you think, actually, no, it is, it's just pure luck maybe. But he's I don't luck. know, he's, or is he? Yeah. Or is he though? Or is it the fact that he's always got a way with saying he's, because, you know, he's good at cribbage and stuff. But I mean... Well, he, I mean, he said he was lucky and then he winds up getting a straight on four cards he pulled. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's luck. That is luck. Yeah. That's luck. When but you there's have a lot of luck. There's a lot of luck going on though in that in that game, and you see how much he's winning, <laughs> and you think, you know, that this 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 you know, first time yeah, well, maybe, luck and everything. You're right. But. You know what? He could just be pulling their leg, and he's really good. Yeah. I, I but once the, like once it. they get that tail and they realize what he does, I love when they just tear him apart. And is it is it know? is it Margaret who 
who says that? Is it Margaret? No, it's no. Be, it's uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> and that insipid whistling coming out of that insipid face. He doesn't even stop when he's got a bad hand. He just keeps whistling louder. He whistles louder when he's got nothing. When he's got nothing. Uh-huh. Uh... Oh. 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 He whistles louder when, when he's, he's got, got nothing. nothing. <laughs> Rhapsody and bluff, folks. I think we've got it. It's Hawkeye, yeah. But Hawkeye says it and doesn't realize it, and then he says it again, and then he realizes. I love that everybody realizes it except for. Yeah, they all come back. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, Radar finally, you know, acknowledges it like a minute later of of the tale. Yeah. uh, Yeah, and then everyone decides to get their money. I love that Father Mulcahy, he has extra 20 in his glove. You know? Um. But yeah, I mean, it was it was like you said, it was it was an enjoyable episode. I enjoyed I enjoyed the the end of it more. It was a Winchester just annoyed me through most of it. Hmm. Like you know, but that's what he's supposed to do. That's what he's supposed that's, to do. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. his job. I mean, he's a good he, he. But he annoys me in a different way. He annoys me where I don't dislike him. Yeah. You know, it's like Frank. I he just grated on my nerves, as you all know, if you listened to the past six seasons of this podcast. <laughs> um, Winchester annoys me, but in a good way. Because yeah. I know he's pompous, and he's supposed to be that way. You how, know. how long have we been doing this podcast now? Since uh, 2009. 2009. February. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, so everyone should know how much Frank gets on. I think it's 2009. Yeah, it's, wow. been a, it's been a long time. Well, we're on season six, and you know, we're, roughly, we're roughly doing a podcast a year. I mean, a season. A podcast a year. Podcast a, year. <laughs> a podcast a year, yes. <laughs> Why is this? But but overall, yeah, I did, I agree. This was a this was a fun episode, especially the the latter half of it was really really enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Sir, your permission to whisper in your ear. What's the problem? <laughs> what do you mean there's not enough pay? That never mind that. Just spit it out, son. Okay. Headquarters in Tokyo followed up and sent part of our pay to a bakery unit in Guam. It's going to take at least a week to straighten it all out. Eddie's, oh, Eddie's, shut him up. All right, Radar, take whatever money came, pool it, and pay off the enlisted men until the well runs dry. What about the officers? SOP, Major. To hell with regulations! Oh, Major, don't yell at my bird. I'm sorry, sir. It's just that Donald will be so disappointed. Forget about Donald. What what, what am I going to do about Winchester? Simple. Ask for a second mortgage. All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. Uh, there are a few of them here. I think Meds has the first one. Yeah, so um, during surgery, Charles mentions a vacation home in Hyannisport, Mass, uh, that his family enjoyed when he was a child until a large family moved in, often playing touch football in the yard. Uh, the disturbance prompted the Winchester family to move out. Now, the unnamed family that Charles refers to is the Kennedy family, who rented in 1926 and then purchased in 1928 a summer cottage at 50 Merchant Avenue in Highlanders Port. The timing is consistent with Charles's character, who would have been about 10 years old at the time the Kennedys, Kennedys moved in. So that's a real nice... Uh, if that's deliberate, that's a wonderful bit of research there. And uh, Oh, I'm sure yeah. it's deliberate. Yeah, really, it's really, really well good, done. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, I think Charles has mentioned the Kennedys or that family several times during yeah. the series. The episode's title is a reference to the title of William Shakespeare's play, The Merchant of Venice. Mm. 
at around three minutes, Farrell and Alder both begin to say the same line. But Farrell stops when he realises Alder is saying the line. Now, I wonder who's meant to say the line. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's, that's irritating because that's, that's definitely one of those ones where you want to go back and uh, well you would yeah but you would think that the producer or director would stop and have them redo the line unless it was a tight schedule and they only got the one take yeah yeah they only allowed a certain amount of uh of yeah flubs yeah it could be yeah but then again they could have just said the line and just edited that out and made a mark couldn't they yeah yeah so it's weird that it got that far yeah oh oh well bj says the acre of land in stinson beach he and Peg want to buy has trees, the beach, a view of San Francisco, everything. But almost all of Stenson Beach actually faces to the west-southwest with no view of any part of San Francisco. <laughs> the very western end of the beach itself does face due south, but given the geography, would at most afford a view of only the far west edge of San Francisco, which even today is itself mostly beach, park, and small homes and would be essentially indistinguishable from the rest of the coastline. The Golden Gate Bridge and other iconic landmarks are too far uh, too far in from the coast to be seen from any part of Stenson Beach. Uh, okay, uh, early in the episode when playing poker... Well, that's not early in the episode, is it? It's midway. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> uh, the table was limited to six player. After Charles' secret is shown, there are seven players at the table. Fact! With seven players, if, after the deal, everybody takes three cards, that would be a total of 56, where a standard deck only has 52. Now, that, mm. is, that is interesting. Yeah, and also, uh, there's a, a fact I pulled out. The, when Charles grabs, you know, when he takes a break and he grabs all his coins, all yeah. the chips, he actually takes cards with him. Oh, right. So their, their deck would be short anyways. That's, so. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, another fun fact. The writers ran out of names. For example, during season six, there's an episode that features four Marine patients named after the 1977 California Angels infield. Ah, what's that, then? Who are they? I have no idea. Is it, is it like a, a baseball team? Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Angels is the baseball team. Ah, oh, right, okay. Got to educate yeah. this Englishman, Kenny. I for, I, I'm sorry, I forget you're not from here. You're not from this but the accent, the accent doesn't give it away. <laughs> <laughs> and also the fact we're talking on Skype with a nine out of time difference. <laughs> yeah, but everybody knows who the angels are. Not this um, fella. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to regret your generosity. <laughs> Raise your 30. I see that. The call. Did you think I've always hated opera? Is anyone gonna fall? Just a bunch of masochists. Major, you're sweating on the cards. Oh. Come on, you're called. Pair of sixes. Yeah. Pair of sixes. <laughs> Can anyone or everyone beat a pair of sixes? Jacks over eights. Well, that's good. Well, looks like you're the joker, Major. <laughs> what do you say we call it a route? We'll catch you in later. Thank you, Charles. This will make Donald very happy if I tell him. All right, Radar, this makes us even. You can trust me. I know, sir. You say I know, but you keep counting. I know, sir. 
Uh, from the orphans, Major. Father, thank you. Well, thanks very much, Winchester. Lovely. Good morning, Major. Well, it certainly looks as though I have been taken to the proverbial cleaners. You've been proverbially washed, dried, folded, and put in the dryer. Oh, yes. I spent more than this on a late-night snack at home. You know, you've got to admire a guy who takes it so well. I'm a Winchester, Hanukkah, a Winchester. My, 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 this place certainly is a mess. You know, it's the officer's club. I think an officer should clean it up. Perhaps someone who owes us a favor? A Winchester, Hanukkah, a Winchester. Are you implying that I should clean up? Are you forgetting we loaned you money? Ah, uh, that's right, you did. Oh, don't worry about it, Hawk. He's a swell guy. He'll do it. We'll be in the mess dead having iced cappuccino. Uh, would you put out some fresh flowers? Don't forget the window and clean the drapes. And keep out of the liquor cabinet. is good enough for me. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button. Or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekyfanboy. And you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. I think it was a fun one. Yeah, what did you give it out of 10? I gave it uh, 8. Yeah, same here. And that's because of the poker scene at the end that yeah. just really sold it for me, was that yeah. scene. Yeah. And everybody wanted to get back at Winchester. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. Yeah. I've got the bottle of dirt right here with me. It's just like I remembered it. We'll start building the day I get home. <laughs> okay. The second day. It's ours, Peg. All ours. Yeah. I love you too, sweetheart. Give Aaron a kiss for me. And the dog. Till then. Bye, Peg. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. 
This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Mash fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So, if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved. The next day, the Army SNFA <laughs> snafus. <laughs> the enlisted men are first paid. Oh, sorry. BJ and Hawkeye see... Seethe. What? Seethe. 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 Oh, Seethe. Yes, Seethe. That's good enough. I'll cut it in. Yeah, that did. Just more more work for me. You love it. Oh, yeah. It would sure be stakes, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Can't blame me for that one. (laughs) 